She is fire, she is flame, she has voice, she has name, oh she is fearless, she has seen years, oh you don't know, oh, oh. oh she is fierce. Hey everyone and welcome to She is Fierce. Stories from the female and gender queer perspective. The podcast. The podcast. Um, my name is Chessa, and my pronouns are she and her. My name is Linnea, and my pronouns are she and her. And we produce the show. Yes. I'm the artistic director. This yes. is a fancy, fancy title. Fancy girl, uh, and I'm the artistic producer. What those two words mean? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, we're, we gave ourselves arbitrary titles, <laughs> but we produce this podcast and the show. Yes. Linnea, what is she's fears? She is Fierce um, is a reoccurring storytelling event started in Seattle. It's expanded from there. We are now a podcast, as you are now experiencing. Um, but we produce storytelling events that highlight stories from the female and genderqueer perspective. We'll match up storytellers with local artists um, to help bring their narrative to life. Um, and we've been doing this since 2016. We've done like 10 to 12 to 20 to 400 shows. I'm not sure. Um, but mm-hmm. we yeah. now have a podcast and this is our third episode. Welcome to Lucky yeah, Number Three. Episode number three. Ding. So Ding. who, what story, whose story are we listening to, to today? So, um, this person is very near and dear to our hearts. This person has actually been with us for several shows, but we're sharing one of their stories from our secrets show, which was earlier this year in 2019. Um, but this person's name is Jasmine Joshua. Jasmine is a local actor, director, and producer, the artistic director of Reboot Theater Company in Seattle, whose mission is to test new interpretations of established work through non-traditional methods. We love Jasmine. Jasmine also performed in our Haunted show. Um, Jasmine was actually the MC of The Secrets show and also told a story. Mm. Uh, They're a wonderful human, wonderful storyteller, wonderful artist. We're very excited to have their story on today. And because the theme is secrets, is there anything for you... Uh, this time around, Chessa, that re- that is resonating with you for the theme secrets. Any stories that come to yeah. mind? <laughs> I feel like all of ours are just like embarrassing things about our childhood. <laughs> but the thing that came to mind is, um, I was very secretly in love as a as like a six year old. I was secretly in love with a cartoon character named Rockadoodle. And oh. for those of you who don't know this deep cut, uh, Rockadoodle <laughs> is a he's a rooster, but he's like also an Elvis impersonator. And he like saves his community somehow in a in a uh, film t- entitled Rockadoodle, and I was very <laughs> obsessed with him. And I would like and I would like secretly pretend to make out with him in the corner while my family was like having dinner. Um, you, you made out yeah, with him? And, yes, I like I have a distinct memory, and I don't know if I was actually doing anything. I might have been doing it like in my mind because I was too embarrassed. But I was like <laughs> facing the wall and like imagining that I was making out with. A rooster, a cartoon rooster. But he had, you know, he was hot. He was a heartthrob. He was. I mean, who wouldn't? Who really? wouldn't want uh, to make out is, with him? What does Secrets bring up for you? Um, <laughs> so I had a pretty big crush on a on a, on a human. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Feel bad that you have to clarify that. Um, in like second grade. And I was also obsessed with Pokemon, of course. Um, and so I decided to sure. share my love via like making him a paper Pikachu. Um, so I would like, I drew the front of the Pikachu, drew the back of the Pikachu, um, then like cut it out and then 
stapled it together, like stuffed it with like crumpled up paper. So it was like kind of 3D. Um, and I was like, I am going to have this really cool plan to like leave it on his desk. And I like got to class and I was like, okay, he's, he just got up. He went to go sharpen his pencil. This is my moment. I like literally crawled underneath the desks and then I like sneakily like put the Pikachu on his desk and then like ran back. I scurried back and I like totally, I was like in my chair. I was totally cool. Um, it looked like nothing happened. And then he got back to his desk and he was like, who left this Who's is this? Who left this here? And literally everyone in the class was like, Linnea did it. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. What are you talking about? <laughs> and they were like, we literally all just saw you crawl through the desks and put that on his desk. And I was like, I, what are you talking about? Uh, so my oh, secret no. was massively blown. Uh, my cover was yeah. very blown. But uh, I tried. I tried to be sneaky. Didn't quite make it. I'm so sorry. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's I feel tough. like all of our stories are just becoming really embarrassing things from our childhood. So y'all are going to learn a lot about us. Uh, welcome. Welcome to our friendship. <laughs> welcome to She is Fierce. <laughs> Great. Let's, uh, so we'll, we're going to hear Jasmine's story and uh, talk to them a little bit and uh, enjoy. Enjoy. So I was seeing this guy, right? And we were at the beginning of the relationship where you're not quite ready to be like 100% honest yet. And I don't mean honest about anything serious. I mean like little things, you know. When you're with someone for a while, you can be honest about how much you really hate something. But at the beginning, you downplay it like, oh, you know, I, I just don't care for Michael Bay movies. And then after a year, you'd be like, fuck Michael Bay. He sucks. And everyone else who likes him, yeah, they suck too. But you don't want to lead with that. So when he asked me, do you want to go camping on the beach? I said, sure, sounds great. I hate camping. My favorite part of a camping trip is eating a burger at the end. And camping on the beach? It is the worst kind of camping. But again, not fully ready to be honest yet. So I went. And at first we hiked down this vertical cliff to get to this little cove. And all I could think about is the fact that because we've gone down, well, that means we got to walk back up. Like, that's how I think about camping. Like, the farther away we get, the only thing I can think about is, man, we're going to have to go back. Far, far back. So we get there. And we set up camp. And he turns and he looks at me all cute. And he says, hey, I want to show you something. Will you come on a walk with me? <sighs> So we were camping in this national park. Okay, It's called uh, Natural Bridges. It's in Santa Cruz, California. And it actually is really cool because there are these huge stone arches that either connect the land to the sea or just kind of freestanding arches in the middle of the ocean. And they're just at the shoreline so that when the tide is out, you can walk through them. So we're walking through them and it's cool. And we get to this five-foot plateau. And he says we have to climb up it to get to the tide pools. So he waits for the waves to go out and he scrambles up the rocks to get to the top and then says, I'll tell you when to go. And again, we're at that not quite honest phase. So rather than saying, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Instead, I was like, yeah, absolutely. So the waves go out and I jump onto the rock and I start climbing up and a wave immediately crashes against me and soaks me from the waist down. So I get up to the top of the plateau and I look at him and he looks upset and he's all apologetic. And I'm like, no, no, it's okay. We'll just keep going. 
I take off all my pants. I take off my wet socks. I take off my sneakers. I was wearing jeans and sneakers. Like, that's how much I hate camping. I couldn't even be bothered to pack the correct clothes, right? So I just rip off my socks and my shoes and my pants, and I'm ready to go because not even nature will tell me what to do. So now we're picking our way across these tide pools, right? And I don't know if you've ever, like, been to a tide pool, but tide pools are uh, basically um, jagged rocks with fetid pools of fish water that have been stinking in the sun. And this is California, so the beaches are littered with these mounds of kelp, which are basically like slimy vegetable intestines with these little balls attached to them, so that when you step on them, they explode with boiling salt water because they've been baking in the sun for untold hours. And if you disturb any of these kelp mounds, thousands of little flies burst out and crawl all over you. Like, hey, nice to meet you. Oh my God, this is really cool. Oh my God, a naked body. Let me just crawl all over you. All these orifices, I'm all about it. Oh, I hate camping. I hate camping. I hate camping. At one point, I full-on banana peel style, like slip and fall on my ass in this like crab hutch. At this point, I'm thinking, like, man, like, he had better have brought a condom because I better be getting fucking laid after all this. And finally, I see what he's bringing, what he wants to show me, right? And it's this three-story rock island that's way down on the shoreline. And since the tide is out, you can walk up to it. And about halfway up, there was this little cave that you could uh, uh, climb up and then sit in and then overlook the ocean. So I scale that rock like a drunken scarab and I get all the way up to the cave and I sit down in triumph like I had done it. I had triumphed over nature and this bullshit tide pool land and I look out and survey the view and I look out about a hundred yards off the coast in the ocean and I see this like boat. And the side of this boat is lined with people, with binoculars, which means that those motherfuckers on their whale watching tour have watched this whole fucking stupid journey across the tide pool. And then, of course, the Coupe de Grasse, me scaling ass out facing the ocean up the face of this frigging cliff. My wet ass gleaming in the sun. And I thought, you know what? This is perfect. This is my life. This is my fucking life right here. Like me running around barefoot and bare ass in nature while people watch and judge from the comfort of their sun decks. And I felt ugly. And I felt stupid and fat and inept. And all I really wanted to do was impress this guy I liked. Because I felt like that's what I had to do. I had to pretend that I liked the outdoors. I had to pretend that I was good at hiking. I had to pretend that I didn't care that I was dirty and smelly and hot and tired. I'm from fucking Manhattan. <laughs> what the fuck? So then I look over, and he's not grossed out or disappointed. In fact, he's laughing with me about how utterly absurd it is that in the span of like a 10 minute walk across the beach I've managed to lose most of my clothes fall in a puddle and smell like a fishmonger oh yeah and also have attracted an audience <laughs> so years later uh, after we were married I brought up this trip and said you know wasn't it so funny that I hid how much I hated camping and he said oh no, I knew you were pissed. 
I just thought you were wonderful. Hi. <laughs> um, I want to just ask you about like your relationship to this story and developing it for Secrets, which you were also the MC and host. For. Yes, I was. Uh, so this story is so I have like a they're like my parlor tricks. Like I have just like <laughs> a cachet of stories that like I tell at parties. If I hear like a keyword, I'm like, ah, there's one. Because I'm also a narcissist and like to talk about myself. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in any case, which is why I love She is Fierce. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. So, but this particular version, um, I started writing for um, a solo piece that I've been working on um, about my story about coming out as non-binary and kind of like, what the hell that means? Um, and surprise, surprise, it's funny. So <laughs> um, this was kind of one of the pieces that I kind of was just like, um, collecting to see where it might fit in my larger solo show. And then when this prompt came up, I was like, oh, let me just look at my collection. Um, so yeah, so then I, d and actually what, another thing that's great about Choose Fierce is that it kind of forced me to condense it because like I can riff off that story. I mean, infinitely. Right. Yeah. And we could listen to you tell it for like hours upon hours. But you know, there's like other human beings who would also like to share the stage. So like <laughs> yeah. being like, you have three minutes, you're just going to have to be funny and concise. And it's like, it's such a great writing exercise really to like whittle it down. So that's, mm -hmm. that was the journey. Yeah. Um, what was it like to perform it with She's Fierce? And if you want to talk about like your experience with She's Fierce, because you've been with us for a while now. Yes. Uh, it was great. I mean, it's really like, what I love about working with She's Fierce is again, like I'm, I'm pretty predictable. Like I will always go for something funny. Um, even like, even for like the scary one I did, I like still kind of made it funny. <laughs> um, but what I like about She's Fierce is that like the breadth of genre and art style and kinds of stories that are told are so diverse that I don't feel like it's like the comedy hour with, you know, the diversity crew. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, but that was our working title. I mean, it's a pretty good one that I might. <laughs> that's not the name of my solo show. <laughs> you can take um, it. But no, it's great. So it's great to be able to, you know, kind of get the audience warmed up and like have them relax because I know like some of these stories are so moving and some of them are really hard to listen to. So I like being able to be like, you know what, like I'm solidly going to stay in that lane and just kind of like provide that moment of levity so that we can kind of like shake it out and then like really listen to um, other people's words. Yeah. I think that's what makes you such a great MC and host too, is because you have a real like warmth and, and levity about you and you had, had such like a beautiful way of, of balancing the like hard moments that we needed to like breathe through both performers mm, and, and thank audience. You. Yeah. We loved having you. Um, but you also like made us laugh in, <laughs> in amazing ways. Um, yeah. What makes you feel fierce or powerful? Mm. I feel fierce when I am on stage. I feel fierce when I'm telling a story and it doesn't have to be mine. But being able to, yeah, I don't know, tell a story and, and, and become other people, even if it's like another version of myself in a story that I've written and having that kind of chameleon aura, it makes me feel really powerful. Fierce. Even. Yeah. Fierce. Fierce. 
<laughs> cool. Thank you so much for being yes, here. Yes, thank you. And for all your work with us. You can come back and talk about yourself on stage anytime. Oh, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a whole podcast episode that's just <laughs> the, the Jasmine, Jasmine Chronicles. The open mic. <laughs> yeah, the <Jasmine laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. It's It's an honor. Yeah, for us too. We love Jasmine and Joshua so, so much. If you want to know more about their amazing theater company in Seattle, you can go to RebootTheater.org. That's theater, R-E, not E-R. Um, and if you want to know more about us and what we do, we have a website as well. It's sheisfearstories.org. Or you can find us on social media on both Instagram and Facebook at sheisfearstories. If you want to know more about what we do or what's on the horizon, um, you can look out for more podcast episodes. And if you like us, please um, think about donating you can donate at our website chooseforstories.org or you can directly sign up to be a patron on patreon at www.patreon.com slash she is fierce stories um we are trying to expand and pay our artists and make this you know we got big we got big dreams uh, we do have big dreams and last but not least our theme song was written and recorded by shelby easley see you next time <laughs> stay fierce babies stay fierce oh, yeah.